Cheerio! As human beings, don't we enjoy enjoyment? This is Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists, a podcast of whimsy from Liberty Church Collingswood and libertycollingswood.org. We'll hear from friends as we explore everything from potent potables to morsel delectables, awkward laughables to moment teachables. You'll get lots of different categories, but remember that for each one, there can be only five. Plus a mulligan or two. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Five Golden Things. We are going back to back Fords. It's Ford Fridays. Ford Fridays. That's the new name that's, of the podcast, guys. That, that's really good. Where, did you have that in your back pocket? I did. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tell Jim that it's Ford Fridays from now on, and he's going to like it. <laughs> and, and I do. So we heard from... Matt's wife, Gabby, just last week with five golden silhouettes. And Matt is also an expert in fashion. Nope. And, and also an expert in sandwiches. So I might not be an expert in sandwiches. Shout out to Scott Flovin, who often writes in to uh, postsundayblues at gmail.com. Um, yes. he, he approached me. And he was complimenting Gabby on her wonderful fashion podcast. Yeah. And I mentioned to him, hey, Scott, I'm going to be doing my podcast this week, too. And he was like, wow, what's it on? I told him that it's on sandwiches. He said, you know, I guess that we all have that one thing that we're just experts in. I was like, Scott, I am no expert in sandwiches or anything, really. But I like to eat sandwiches a lot. So I hope this is worth it, Liberty Collingswood. Here we are. So... We're going to talk sandwiches. Matt, You, one of our first times that we ever hung out together was over food. It was at Dalek Paradise Restaurant oh, man. In, in West Philadelphia, born and raised, where, Legendary. where you, you, I think, just showed up at church and said, hey, I'm playing this show, <laughs> <laughs> like a week or two later. Yep. And was it, was that the time it was me and Jesse? Was Jesse there? You and Jesse came out. Right. I think that Jesse was a worship director at that time, and he was headhunting for some new um, <laughs> uh, worship team friends. <laughs> That's right. And so uh, you guys came out, and you saw me jam on some funky, jazzy tunes, and it was a lot of fun. And, yeah, I, I had just showed up, and um, – I was like, wow, this is great. The pastor really wants to come out and hear me play. That's really cool. So that was a good sign to begin. <laughs> That's true. Well, it, it checked all the boxes. Church newcomer, <laughs> Ethiopian food, which we could true. do a whole other podcast on. Oh, yeah. And then also jazz and funk and R&B saxophone. Yes. So, which, yes. which, Matt, I will call you an expert in that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, here we go. Without further ado, well... Let's let's give one more ado that I that I thought of. So so we're gonna momentarily tick off. Start with your number five. Uh, what's your could could you give a mini sandwich testimony? Like what is what is your journey with sandwiches? Oh man. So um, I think my dad probably eats at least three sandwiches a day, okay. one for every single meal. <laughs> um, that man is a walking sandwich eating machine. Um, <laughs> Pops. And, and my mother is a phenomenal cook. She yeah. um, is like a trained gourmet French chef, mm. you know, and growing up, she was always 
cooking the best food. Yep. And that naturally means that she can make a wonderful sandwich. So mm. I've always been spoiled by her awesome sandwiches from uh, my school lunches to oh. uh, my morning time breakfast sandwiches. Um, huh. So shout out to mom with uh, making sure that I was a sandwich loving boy. <laughs> <laughs> Red-blooded American. There that's we right. go. That's right. And that's funny. Like We were talking at my home group. Shout out to my home group. Um, we were talking about how it almost seems like nothing defines American cuisine quite like the sandwich Absolutely. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, what else are you going to say? Like, each region seems to have their own sandwiches. Yeah. You know, that really, like, define them. And then even there, you can get, like, more microscopic where, like, each region is going to have, like, its mom and pop shop that's like, oh, no, I do my version of the sandwich this way. Absolutely, yeah. You know? And so it's it's really, like, uh, a thing that kind of, I think, defines the cuisine of our country in a lot of ways. It's who we are. You, right. you, you better believe that Captain America is a sandwich eater. That's you right. You know what I mean? Captain America and Dave Ford, my father. <laughs> That's great. Well, here we go, Matt. We're, so Matt and I both have lists of top five, and we will start out with your number five. Here we go. Right. Hit me. Number five, coming in hot, is a bacon cheeseburger. Oh, very nice. The classic bacon cheeseburger. Uh-huh. Um, so we, we were going to do some general sandwiches and some specific sandwiches yep. and the way i'm going to specify this general one is mm-hmm. how i like it topped okay so so i really like a bacon cheeseburger that's topped or any cheeseburger that's topped like the way that mcdonald's dresses a cheeseburger oh, with explain. the with the pickles the finely diced onions uh-huh. the ketchup mustard yeah. combo yeah oh man yeah that's that's killer for me i'm not too big on lettuce on burgers okay I've never been a huge mm. lettuce on burger fan. Um, yeah, sometimes it just gets in the way. It could be too much. Right, right. And I'm, I'm not too big on... It's like also a, a vegetable. Right, yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. We're <laughs> only, only pickles and onions, please. Um, Acceptable uh, vegetables. Right, right. I don't even know if pickles are vegetable anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Something happened to that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that... You know, another thing with lettuce is, how do you feel, Jim, about mm-hmm. sandwiches that, like, you can't, like, fit your mouth around? I think there, I think there is an upper limit to that. So sometimes, yeah, yeah so, so in hand and then also mouthfeel is very important. Like, just basic workability for a burger is a thing. Right. Like, and I feel like with the sandwiches that you can't fit your mouth around, like, you want to get one nice, even bite where you when get all, there. all the elements yep. mixed together and yep. you know there's like five or six elements that i mentioned with the ketchup the mustard yeah, yeah. the the onion the tomato um you know that i think is really good and the mm-hmm. bacon especially like yep. you want to have that in there yeah um in terms of bread um also i'd say important. for for burgers i mean my goodness bread could be like, what's your favorite sandwich bread? Could be That's its true. own top yeah, five. It makes or breaks you know? a sandwich, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, But I say for burgers, I like a, a typically like a softer bread. Okay. A softer bun. Toasted or not toasted? Not doesn't, doesn't have to have be have toasted to be. for huh. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that, you know, like a softer bun, like a – have you ever had like a soft onion roll? Yeah. Those are killer mm. with a bacon burger. I really okay. like those. Yeah. Okay. Those are good, and um, 
you know, just generally like softer bread. Yeah. Like if it's if it's super hard, like if you ever, if you've ever had like a really hard chewy Kaiser mm-hmm. on a burger, yeah, it's not really my thing. Okay. I'm not I'm not too big on like the hard breads on a burger. Like the softer yeah. that it is, yeah. the better. Yeah. I think that with with the way that my burger's dressed here, like you get like those those crispy elements, the crunch elements mm-hmm. with like the pickle, yeah. with the bacon, the crispy right. bacon, yeah. you know, and and then the the, the crispy onion too. Um, right. And I think that that kind of creates like that that texture that you're looking for. Yeah. My my only two cents there, Matt, would be sometimes the bread doesn't hold up throughout the mm. burgering experience. Like I want enough toughness on the bread so that it doesn't fall apart on you. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good call for sure. And and I can see that. I just feel like it it, it can be a fitting my mouth around it thing. Like I really just want to bite all those wonderful elements together. I'm one of those crazy people. Like at Thanksgiving, like I have my mashed potatoes. Right. Mixed with the gravy, the turkey's thrown in there. Might yeah. be throwing in a little bit of the uh, the the cranberry sauce too, uh-huh. like and just taking one like cons- co- <laughs> cohesive bite of all of those elements <laughs> together. Yeah, I'm just one of those monsters. So oh, I'm man. sorry to anybody who's offended by that. Well, the, the, this is why we need to do at least a few like YouTube live podcasts because this whole time, as Matt's been talking about a burger, he's had his hands in front of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> miming the burger eating oh, yes. experience. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing lots of hand motions. Um <laughs> my students know this. I'm a teacher for those who don't know, so my, my students know this and um yeah, I'm I'm always making different hand motions. Okay, well here uh, here's a follow up question. Uh how do you very important with the burger. Burger was on my list too, and I'll go ahead and talk about burgers on my end a little bit too in a second, but temperature. Rare, mm. medium, well, what's your yeah, so I'd say temperature, like a juicy medium is pretty good. Okay. You know, I think that that, like a little pink is okay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you go to a medium rare, and I had a phase with burgers where I was hitting them medium rare. Yeah. And I remember one time I got it medium rare at this like 24-hour diner. Perfect. And I feel like I got sick from that. It was, yeah. It was like, it was weird. Huh. So I, I don't do too many medium rare burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in terms of places, yes, where to get good bacon burgers, like mm-hmm. we could we could go on that. And I don't want to steal all the burger thunder. No. Oh, but one last element yeah. is the cheese. Oh yeah. So, um, type of cheese for a burger, I would say probably like a cheddar can be really yeah. good on a bacon Especially cheddar burger. Especially bacon cheddar burger. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the blue bacon blue burgers can be good too. Um, I'm one of those people, and I'm probably going to offend some people with this. I like really like punch in your mouth flavors. Yeah, I, I mean, I, what's the point of yeah. what's the point of eating? That's right. Yeah. I like really strong flavors. So a lot of my sandwiches, I realize, like, man, I have like all these like tangy, yeah. strong punch in your mouth right. flavors. Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. I'm one of those people that love spicy food, though. Ironically, none of my sandwiches are like terribly spicy. Um, I love like. Yeah. I'll, I I won't drink coffee with sugar really. I'm not too big on like sweet beverages. I, yeah. I like I like just strong tasting flavors. So, <laughs> I mean, why not just give us like a food IV if we're not gonna have strong <laughs> food? You know, like right. walk around with a little food bag on, <laughs> yeah. on, on, on the wheeled stand. Yeah. yeah. But so so we want to taste our food on this podcast. One specific 
burger spot, and then we'll segue into yep. some of the places that you like. Yeah. So I, I like my burgers rare. Not, okay. Not, not medium rare, just rare gotcha. all the way. One of my favorite burger that. spots in Center City is Monk's Cafe. Have you ever been to mm. Monk's? I haven't so been to Monk's. It's a I've Belgian heard. beer garden. Okay. Their, their bread's a little tough, but they do great gastro pub. It's one of the original gastro pubs, I think, in the Philly area. It goes back to the nice. 80s, and they've kind of kept their menu the same the whole time. But when Emily and I first got married, we lived in Center City for the first year, just a couple blocks away from Monks. And so we would go to Monks a lot, as as much as our like student budgets could afford. And this only ever happened to me there. There was something about how they prepared the rare burgers mm. that first couple times I was there, or within the first couple times, I would have the burger not go crazy with beer, like just one or two beers. And sure. then I threw up that night. And... <laughs> and uh, and Emily was like, "Can you like? Was it the beer?" I'm like, "No, it's just a couple beers." Mm-hmm. But then I got into this pattern of, we'd go to Monks, I'd get a rare burger, and about every other time, I'd throw up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> but but you were it, more committed to good burgers than I am. But I wasn't gonna wasn't gonna <laughs> stop getting the rare burger. I, I will tell you, Matt, the the amount of wifely sympathy. <laughs> As that pattern repeated that I received from Emily steadily declined. Where yeah. The first couple of times she's like, Jim, I'm really sorry. Are you okay? And, and then it quickly became, I married an idiot. Yeah, I think that after time number one, um, Gabby would be putting me on a leash. Right. Saying, yeah. saying, absolutely not. You're not doing this again. <laughs> Maybe I could change. So what are some of your favorite burger spots, bacon, cheeseburger, or otherwise? You know, I think that... Uh, it's it's a good question. With we'll start with like the low end, yeah. maybe like what are, what are your thoughts on the top three? Like Wendy's, Burger King, and McDonald's. Out of those three, which one do you think has the best burger? McDonald's three, okay, and Wendy's two, Burger King one. With gotcha. a caveat that I that I'll get back to in a minute with McDonald's, but yeah. So I. I like Wendy's and Burger King both substantially more than a McDonald's burger. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, I would say mine is Burger King, actually, three. Oh. Something about the um, the smoky thing that uh-huh. they do. The flame that, flame broiled? The flame broiled, yeah. It just weirds me out. It I is know. distinctive, so you either yeah. are into it or not into it. Like, I don't know what they're doing to it. It just scares me a little bit. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're flame broiling. <laughs> I don't know how they get that flavor in there. What are they doing in something, there? Something like it just seems like the bread starts to taste like it. Like, yeah. everything yep. starts to taste like it. I mean, it's it's. I've had my day with Burger King's burgers that sure. I've enjoyed. Okay, but, okay, fair, um, fair enough. Yeah, and then I'd say number two is probably McDonald's. Even though I like the way that they dress their burgers, yeah. and I, I take the inspiration from uh-huh. them um, with the with the toppings. Um, I just think that Wendy's has the best tasting beef. I think that's fair. From yeah, from what the, I've squ- the square patty, fresh, never frozen. Yeah, yeah. Mm. as they claim. <laughs> so. But, yeah, I think that, you know, starting at the bottom of the barrel with, with those, I'd say yeah. Wendy's number one for me, so we got Burger King for okay. you. Yeah. And there's, like, all these fast, casual burger spots. Yeah, yeah, like a Five Guy mm-hmm. or a, the Habit in Cherry Hill. Habit Burger, yep. Right. Yeah, what's your take on some some highlights from that genre? So I, I definitely like the Five Guys. Me too. Because you can, you can dress it, you know, with all the elements that I said free yep. of charge. Very true. I mean, how awesome is that? 
Other than the bacon. I think you have to pay extra for the bacon. Sure. But, but all the rest, yeah. And they yeah. also have fresh jalapenos that you can get chopped onto the burger they, there. Yeah. So, little kick. It's nice. They, they do have they do have that. They have they have all types of things that you can put on the burger that mm-hmm. I really appreciate. I like their fries. The yeah. fries are good, and I feel yep. like that's a whole other thing. Is right. What side is best for yeah. the burger. <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> okay, we're staying on target, though. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um so, so yeah, Five Guys is good. I think that Smash Burger is good. Um, yeah. I haven't had Shake Shack. I know that they're known for, for their burgers, too. Yeah, I, I, I put them in this – well, they are in the same category. They're pretty similar to one another. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, like, all, all tasty. Right, right. I remember do, – do you remember Bobby's Burger Palace? Yes. I actually really like that. There's a Cherry Hill location. There was. I don't know. Center if they... City in West Philly too, I think. Okay, they got they got them in, in Philly too. Yeah. Now. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I remember the one in Cherry Hill. I had friends who worked there. Yeah. And I, I really liked that fast casual quality. burger. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the best fast casual that I've ever had. Right. I I'm not sure any of those locations are open at this point. Yeah, I don't know if they've survived. Oh, yeah, man. Not sure. R.I.P. But it goes back to the Ken Bod, the five favorite closed restaurants. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> awesome, by did. the way. Yeah, it was really I, good. Uh, shout out to Ken. I was a little intimidated coming in with a food <laughs> one after you did that, dude. Yeah. That was great. Well, let's go to the top level, like like nicer restaurant burgers. You yeah, know those? yeah. So I think that a lot of bars around here, mm-hmm. like, like that's like – the baseline for a bar. Like, yep. if they're going to have good food, like, yep. you have to have good burgers. Yep. Yeah. You know? You can't get away with it otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So, I think, you know, a lot of the bars around here, I've, I've enjoyed, like, Oakland Manor, um, mm-hmm. Keg and Kitchen. They have good burger. Yep. Um, Poor House has a good burger. But that's, yep. like, kind of chainy. Same with PJ's. PJ's is, like, semi-chainish. Yeah. Yeah. Regional Lo- chain. Local chain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, but I feel like all those places have pretty solid burgers. Mm-hmm. I feel like diners are very hit or miss. It's a high-variance item at a diner. Yeah. Some do pretty good burgers. Others, like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do it. How I'm about for you? Avoid. Like, you're, you're fast casual and so, your upper, upper echelon So I'll, 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 I'll say the upper echelon. Uh, my favorite South Jersey burger is at Blue Monkey. Yeah. And so the Blue Monkey burger right. itself is – a big scoop of blue cheese mm-hmm. with a portobello mushroom. I think bacon. I forget if bacon comes standard or not. Yep. It, it is delicious. And that is a, a good one. That's a thick, that, that's a big boy right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the portobello on <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. It's, it's taking up space. Right. Yeah. I've, uh, uh, I've never thrown up after a rare black and blue burger from, <laughs> from Blue Monkey, but but I've come close. Good sign. Because it is, yeah, you know, it's the happy spot. The, uh, so so Blue Monkey is my favorite local. Oakland Manor is a couple dollars cheaper on their burger than some of these other places, mm. which I think is a great bang for the buck burger. Mm-hmm. And then in Center City, and I haven't – here, I'll, I'll check while I'm talking. As, as inflation keeps going up, let's see how – how expensive it is. But have you been to the Dandelion in Center City? I can't say I have. Okay, so that's a Stephen Star restaurant okay. on Rittenhouse Square. And so it's a it's kind of like an English pub feel oh, nice. to it. And so they have other good menu items. One of the one of the challenges with me and Emily is when we'll go to nicer restaurants, some nice restaurants have really good burgers. And Emily's like, are you really going to get yeah. a burger at this nice yeah. re- restaurant? And I'm like... I, I like burgers. Okay, so the Dandy Burger uh, is up to twenty one fifty at this point. So What's it's it a it's a great 
great, great slab of ground beef. It has sharp cheddar cheese and kind of gourmet bacon and gourmet pickles, mm. shredded lettuce, and they call it their Churchill sauce, which, oh, which wow. is kind of like a thousand islands. So, so, nice. so the dirty secret, and this is one of my favorite subgenres of burgers, like the elevated Big Mac. I do. Mm. So going back to the McDonald's thing. Yeah. So some combination of sometimes bacon. This one has bacon. It's delicious. Memphis Tap Room in Fishtown also has. Okay. They call it a Mr. American Burger. Okay. And as does Harper's Grill downtown. So like like the the Big Mac riff where you have like the pickles, often shredded lettuce, mm. and diced onion, but like with just better ingredients than, than, than sure. what McDonald's would do. Not necessarily double patted, but okay. to me, the dandelion burger is spectacular. It's worth not getting the other items. And then runner up to a steakhouse, Butcher and Singer downtown okay. in Center City. Really expensive. Only go during restaurant, lunch during restaurant week. At okay. least they used to have like a burger and one side for like 25 bucks. And so that, that was worth it. So... I, I love an upscale burger. Yeah, I mean, they sound really good. My thing with all, like a lot of the sandwiches yep. that I picked was I found that the beauty of the sandwich was that South Jersey, Camden County has so many good sandwich yep. spots yeah. to begin with that it felt like, and the beauty of them is the accessibility. It, they're sandwiches. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I always felt like... I. And I almost made it a point on my list, like, you know, I don't have to go over the bridge. That's true. To get to get yeah. one of these. Yeah. And, um, so I know. love a poorhouse. I love a PJ's burger, too. Right, they're, right. They're solid. Kick right. and Kitchen, likewise. Right, right. I know my, my brother will be upset with me with this because he's, he's, a, he's a Philly living guy. And, okay. And um, I, might, I might sound like a bit of a townie. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, really, lo- I really love that about sandwiches is like the, the accessibility of them. And um, the fact that you can make them, like making a Seriously. burger, yeah. is awesome. You just, know, just get some ground beef, fi- find the grill. Yep, yep. Do the toppings. Yep, the yeah. Ones, the ones that I. Where, yeah. Where's uh? What, what's your five? Did you have? Is that on the, your five? Well, are we ready to move on from burger? I, I, I think so. I think okay. We gave, I think we gave so, burger a good run. So 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 there we go. Love you, burger. My <laughs> my number five is the cubano. The Cuban sandwich, oh, so good call. really quality, and I I currently don't have a great instance of a Cuban sandwich locally. Mm. So this is one, even though it's an embarrassment of riches here in South Jersey, generally with with lots of good sandwiches. But a Cuban sandwich, it has that flat Cuban bread, mm. Swiss cheese, mustard, pickles, and pork, shredded pork, roast pork. And also it has the ham, and sometimes it also has maybe some, some uh, a third meat of, of meat different kinds. Meat on top of meat. Meat and meat and meat with the Swiss and the pickles and the mustard. And this is one of those sandwiches where getting the right bread is absolutely essential. Absolutely, so it's that flat yeah. bread and the Cuban is pressed. Yep. And I don't know what you call that. I think it might be a plancho. Uh, like a, or something. Is it like the, a panini press? I think that's it's what kind it's of like called. a panini press. Yeah. Although I think whatever they use for that Cuban sandwich predates whatever panini press is, yeah. is is out there. So there used to be. Did you ever make it to Casona in Collingswood? Casona. It was down oh. Haddon Avenue towards Camden. The building's yep. still there. Yep. They had a great Cuban sandwich, and sometimes. 
Cuban sandwiches, for me, is one of those things where it doesn't go upscale as, as easily as just kind of stay. Simple is better. Mm. One of Emily and my favorite vacation spots is going to Miami whenever oh, awesome. uh, whenever we're able to, to get down there. Miami has just those corner supermarkets everywhere, the, the bodegas. It's like every bodega is going to have their version of a Cuban sandwich. That's and, cool. You know, you just get a couple of Cubans, go to the beach, and you're a king. You're right a on. king, Matt Ford. Right so, on. And also, speaking of bold flavors, so you have the tang. It's it's just regular yellow mustard. Yeah. The tang of the mustard, the tang of the Swiss cheese, mm-hmm. and and then all that salty meat crammed in there. It is. It is glorious. It's so, a divine sandwich. It really sure. is good. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you have any experiences with Cubans? So I know that... Um, some diners around here, like it seems to be a common staple at a lot of diners. Yeah. I guess because of the panini press, they're right. like, oh, we can make a Cuban. And the, and the ingredients aren't that exotic. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, I haven't, I don't know if I've really even tried one around here. I, I, Cuban was never my go to. Like, my diner sandwich was always like the paninis, like the yeah. Greek paninis that yeah. they make. And, yeah. Um, with like the pesto chicken and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, yep. that was like always my diner sandwich. So okay. can't say I've really messed with too many Cubans around here. <laughs> C- well. Cuban sandwiches, yeah, excuse that, me. I, uh, I wasn't sure where that was going. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what do yeah. I say or what don't I say? I but yeah, I bet, I bet in Miami, like that's the real deal. It, like where there's a big Cuban population really and everything. Yeah. yeah, and and there was this one time we were down in Miami and the bodega. Do you remember those? And it's like a totally '80s food, which I guess is too young for you but the potato sticks like the big containers of like dried po- it's like a potato chip only it's a little stick is it like a yucca no it's it's, it's a potato yeah it's it, it's like 80s junk food huh. but they put little potato sticks in the middle of the cuban sandwich so you get Ooh. not only oh, the i know what you're talking the ham, about yeah the, the ham the pork the cheese the mustard the pickle, but then also the salty crunch of the potato stick. It sounds like too. a nice element. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong. So that's my number five. Matt, we're moving. We're moving. You're moving. number four. My number four. I think this was number four. Let me double check. <laughs> I guess we might need to edit this out. I, I, I know we're good, and, you know, we all um, – these are all oh, great sandwiches. Number four. This is, again, a little bit of a general one that yeah. I'll expand on. Um Hopefully not expand on for too long. <laughs> we got we, this. we riffed on the burger, man. We were I mean, ripping. The burger is actually my number one. Oh, so, man. Yeah, okay. it, it, the truth is revealed. It, it deserves some time there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why you got the bougie burger sauce. Yeah, bougie. It all makes sense. Bob's all, bougie burger. Yeah. yeah. Bobby's the, bougie burgers. <laughs> that, that, that would be the name of my burger place, bougie burgers. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> so my number four coming in hot yep. is uh, a really good Italian hoagie. Mm. So did not make my list. But yeah, it is excellent. So yes. yeah, yeah. I, neither did the Cuban. Okay, great yep. sandwich. Yep. Um, really good Italian hoagie. So this has to have a, a good salami and a great spicy ham. The yep. spicy ham, I feel like, is the is the king. Yeah. of the Italian hoagie. Yep, it's the X factor. Right, like the the sopracetta, the capicola, like mm-hmm. you know, I feel like the spicy ham and the the salami are more important than yeah. those. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, you you can throw those on there and they're delicious. I like mm-hmm. them, but gotta have the spicy ham. So yeah. Um, did I just say spicy? Is sopracetta? 
technically what spicy ham is? Like, I think they're different. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> We're experts. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an expert, guys. I mean, um, I, I call you spicy ham sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, uh, I just can't say uh, uh, haven't messed with any Cubans. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, so we'll get into like how how I like my Italian hoagie topped and beautiful so, thing about hoagies. So yeah. we do have uh, just to say, and feel free to say what you're going to say before this. But but we have listeners that are not necessarily in South Jersey, so yeah. not everybody knows. Like, like, just describe the Italian hoagie, the basics of the Italian hoagie. Okay, so it's on a submarine roll. Yep. Um, usually, like, uh, 8 to 12 inches, mm-hmm. just about. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's, the way that it's layered can be different. I find that, like, usually cheese on the bottom yep. tends to make the most sense. Right. And then you stack the meat on top mm-hmm. of that, maybe the salami and then the spicy ham. Yep. And then in the center of it, crunched in there, will yep. be your veggies and other toppings. Yep. And, that you want very good um and and i find that um again i'm not a lettuce guy okay on on um on these i mean i i can actually i did put lettuce oh wow look at that so <laughs> i'm lying guys <laughs> i am a lettuce guy <laughs> who am i it's <laughs> um, an identity crisis <laughs> what was oh no what was that? yeah what was what? What was that? Did you hear that? No. After I said, who am I? No. <laughs> what just happened? I thought that I heard someone. I thought we we're hearing some, voices, I thought, everybody. I thought we made someone upset. We're in, we're, <laughs> we're in a church basement right now. It's, it's getting creepy. I thought I made someone upset. And they were like, <laughs> why are you yelling? Because <laughs> I'm talking about sandwiches. <laughs> All these sandwich haters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Italian hoagie. Lettuce. So, Italian sometimes. hoagie. Yeah. Lettuce sometimes. So um, I like... Topping it with like the banana hot peppers. Those are great. Are are excellent. And even yep. like the little bit of the vinegar that they provide. Vinegar, like sometimes when, oil. Even. When they're soaked, you yep. know, and like just like just when you spoon them out, just make sure you get a little bit yeah. of that vinegar stuff. You want in, the in you there. want the right amount of wet on a hoagie. Right, right. Yeah. Um and then I, I like it with when it's with soft provolone. Okay. Actually, rather than the sharp provolone. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure why, because I'm a punch-in-the-mouth flavor guy, and one of my other sandwiches on the list yeah. actually has extra sharp provolone on okay. it. Okay. So, but with the Italian hoagie, yep. I prefer the soft. Okay. Not sure why. Well, there's so many other flavors in that in that bite that, that maybe it would just be overkill to have. Right. Yeah. And I think as a kid, like the first Italian hoagie that really blew my mind from like a local deli mm-hmm. um, was with soft provolone. Yeah. So like so just you that memory in. of it <clears throat> yep. has, has just always been with me. Yeah. Um, I like when there's just a little bit of extra virgin olive oil soaked in the roll a bit. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you just get like a little like bit of it. Soaks up. Yep. Yeah, soaked into the roll. Get, get, um, get the light soaked going. Yep, yep. I like the little bit of oregano sprinkled on there and yeah. then some lettuce and tomato. Um, Onions? I don't do onions on my on my Italian hoagie. Okay. Yeah, I, I I skip the onion. Fair enough. I don't know why. Again, I feel like it's it's like a weird nostalgia thing, right. like that that wonderful Italian hoagie that that blew my mind as a child. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Huh. So so my my hoagie experience grew up in New Orleans, where there's not hoagies. Right. There's other sandwiches that we may or may not get to on this list from there, <laughs> yeah. but. I, I first learned about hoagies, and it's a—he's a definitely a problematic figure now. But but from the Cosby Show, 
Oh, yeah. Child of the 80s, watched the Cosby show, and Bill Cosby was always trying to, like, smuggle in hoagies that his wife didn't want him to eat. And I was like, what's the big deal about a hoagie? We had Subway, the fast food restaurant. <laughs> right. And I was like, these, if these are hoagies, they're not that good. It wasn't until I moved to Philly when I realized those are not hoagies. Yeah. And, and then I got it. And it, it's, it's just this huge sandwich and oh, love it. So some of your top places with with hoagies. Yeah, they're actually there's a lot of good places at it. There the are thing. there are a lot of good places. Yeah, um, I think that. So if, if we're going to start from the bottom again. Like, yeah. like I think Primo is probably like a solid chain hoagie. I think so. Yeah, I, I, I can I can go for a Primo. I like the seated roll. Mm-hmm. I like that roll with the, yep. with the seed on it. I think I think that's yep. nice, and the quality of the meat there is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I can't do Wawa and Subway anymore. Those are tough. Yeah, I just but Subway can't. definitely not. Right. Wawa. I I think I think it's a bread problem partially with Wawa. The bread's just too soft and doesn't hold up, and yeah. and then also the ingredients are just kind of meh. Right. Yeah. I remember it was after a gig, maybe. Having a having a few too many beers when I was I was a younger, stupider younger version man. of myself. Yep. Um, and I I had this Wawa Italian hoagie that definitely made me sick. Okay. Like it was just some something was wrong with it. Yep. I, I feel like yeah bread. I also feel like the meat. Like there's quality of the meat there. Um, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I can't do Wawa anymore, but Primo I can I can do. I'm not too big on Jersey Mike's either. No. Yeah. So, Which is unfortunate because it has Jersey in the name. It has, yeah. And it's like, come on, Jersey Mike. If you're going to call yourself Jersey, you got to back it up. Right. And, you know, may as well be Ohio Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, it's Jersey Mike's has never really Iowa done Mike. it for me. Yeah, Ohio Mike. Nebraska Mike. Nebraska Mike. Oh man, now he's now he's sorry. Really, I'm on the rampage. Now he really doesn't know what a hoagie <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Jersey Mike's. I'm not too too into. There's like another chain spot that I I can't recall the name of right now. Yeah. Well, some of the chains like are not local to like Philly and South Jersey, and hoagies right. vary from region to region too. But True. I think national chains with hoagies are just lowest common denominator sorts of iterations of, of the hoagie. But local spots can be really, really good. Yeah, so I feel like there's, there's around my area, I live in Runnymede now, mm-hmm. um, a, lot, a lot of really good spots that are just like delis. Yeah. And, and the, the best part of a deli is that you can ask them, this is a little pro tip that maybe people, a okay. lot of people don't know. I like it. You can ask that is a them, South Jersey native. You can ask them say. how to cut the meat. So if you want yeah. them to shave the ham uh-huh. rather than thinly slice it, where shaving is like it's super thinly yeah. sliced, yep. I would recommend doing that. For the spicy ham, ask them to shave it. Oh. And then the salami, ask them to thinly slice it. And, and yeah, that's, that's a pro tip with a lot of delis that people forget is that you can ask them how to cut the meat. Tell them that sent you. Which is, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a couple spots. Um, there's this place, Larry's Cold Cuts. Oh yeah, in Glendora. I've heard of that place. I've never been there. Right around the corner. Awesome hoagie. Yeah. Um, I haven't tried Amato Bros in Oakland, but I've heard. I like that Amato's. That's, yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, I've heard that that's probably good. my go-to hoagie. Right, like like solid spot. standard hoagie. Yep. Yep. Um, and oh, man, there's another spot too um, that was around. Uh, 
another like cold cut spot. But yeah, I think another thing with hoagies is that um, you can find some maybe like pizzerias that can do a decent yeah, hoagie. Right. Yeah, which was also new when I moved to this area. Growing up, suburban New Orleans, there was just a lot of chains for pizza, but like some regions of the country don't know that like a pizza spot in this area will maybe also do a cheesesteak or a hoagie. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yep. <laughs> yep. There are spots in Philly that are great. I remember um, I was taking lessons with a guy at, at uh, UArts mm-hmm. through college, yep. and there was a spot on off of Broad Street, like right behind UArts, that mm-hmm. was like this, this hole-in-the-wall like yep. deli spot, and that hoagie was killing. I, I can't even remember the name yep. of the place, but yeah. But like Philly, I'm sure has has a lot of. You, yeah. you might be able to speak better to some of the Philly spots. Same thing. Like like everybody has their local their their local joint, and and that's all you need. So, yeah. and it's just like nothing fancy, but it gets the job done. And and with me, like you're usually given a choice. Like how how big of the hoagie do you want? Do you want like the eight inch, or the twelve inch, or something? Right can't tell you how many times I've walked into a deli planning on getting an 8-inch, but walk it out with <laughs> a 12-inch. Yeah. It's just so hard yep. not, not, not to supersize. Oh, man, I love it. Anything else about the hoagie? No, I think, I think that's it, really, for the hoagie. Okay. Well, here's, here's my number four. Speaking of New Jersey, Diners, the, the official state restaurant of, of New Jersey, I have a specific diner sandwich that I get mm. that I think is both really tasty and then also a low-variance item because some of these others are like when you go diner to diner, you don't know what you're going to get. Mm. But for me, the grilled corned beef Reuben oh, is, is my absolute favorite diner sandwich. You can't go wrong. I've never had a bad Reuben from 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 any diner so you know rye bread doesn't have as long oh, as it's rye bread, rye bread and you you got the rye piled high with with corned beef i just love the salty meat so it's like doubling down on the savory the punch of the sauerkraut the tang of the thousand island the creaminess of the swiss cheese mm-hmm. either it's served as a regular sandwich but then also a place like I think Westmont Diner does an open-faced Reuben. Oh yeah, where where it's it, it's just a, a pile. <laughs> it is it is a glorious pile that some sometimes I'm tempted not even to use like hands or knife and fork, just bury my face in it. Open-faced sandwich is a is a work of art for sure. Yeah, like it, it gets rid of that whole problem that we were talking about earlier, where it's too big to figure <laughs> right. out. The yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's double the amount for just the two pieces of bread. Right. What a great idea. Right. And you, so in my research, you know what else is crazy? Speaking of open-faced sandwiches. Yeah. I bet that maybe not a lot of people know this because I didn't know it before, okay. before Google. Hit me. I mean, people um, listen to this podcast to learn. Another, <laughs> another <laughs> diner sandwich, and this is mm-hmm. a sandwich. Yeah. Cream-chipped beef. Oh, yeah. Because it's open-faced and it's on, like, bread that is just turned into mush yep. from, yep. from being yeah. covered in gravy. And and I think that's a, that's corned beef again, too. Right. So, Good call. So, yeah. so the corned beef connection there, cream chip, chip beef. Breakfast direction, you can have it maybe over a biscuit. Yep. But then rest of the day, your your dad could have cream chip beef for three <laughs> meals a day. He with, probably with, has. With different bread yeah, he pro- he's, he's the one who showed me cream chip beef. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what is that What is that slop that you're eating? And he, he, allowed, he allowed me to try some, and I yep. loved it since. Yeah, so, so it's like a white gravy with pieces of 
corned beef cooked down. The, my, my one issue sometimes with cream chip beef where, I, where I've gotten at different places, sometimes they skimp on the beef. Mm. So it's important to have the, the correct ratio of the gravy to the corned beef. And sometimes the, there's just kind of where's the beef? Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not cream chip gravy. It's cream chip beef. But yeah. It's a sandwich. Also, yeah, but it's, it's, it blew it's, my mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was my number four. Give me Matt your number three. All right. My number three is uh, probably the most specific one. It's okay. a it's a donkey's cheesesteak. Ah, tell me more. I mean, it's all about how they season the onions. Yep. And the way that they caramelize them, mm-hmm. you know, there's different different levels to caramelizing onions. Right, right. And um, yeah, and, and just the the way that they stack their meat and and the onion and then the the spicy sauce that you're able to put on it. Like yeah, they have like these different sauces at the restaurant that you can. Is that like the pepper jelly that you're the talking pepper about? Jelly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, and pepper it, relish is good. That's yeah. that's a that's a. It's a underrated solid condiment. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So 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 the innovation about donkeys and it got more popular. Who's the food guy that died? Bourdain. Bourdain. Yeah. So featured featured donkeys. I still haven't seen that like Jersey episode of his, but I hear it's like required viewing for I wonder, is this show still streaming on Netflix? Did they take it down? Uh, it could could be up there. Yeah. Yeah. So so the the innovative thing about donkeys and for the most part like cheesesteaks are like highly dependent on on bread just like every just like everything else my my rule of thumb for cheesesteaks is once you get far enough outside of Philly where the cheesesteak becomes called the Philadelphia cheesesteak that's when you don't order it so if, mm, if the menu item that's a good rule of thumb. if the menu item actually says Philadelphia cheesesteak you are out of range and so it's like a cease and desist on it and the, and so yeah the the long roll there is a few different like local bakeries that specialize in cheesesteak rolls but donkeys has the round the kaiser roll it does which they said it couldn't be done, but donkeys did it. Donkeys did it. And the cool thing about them is that they, they've been making this sandwich for like 80 years yeah. or something. And I don't think yeah. it's changed much. I don't think they've cleaned, they've cleaned, the, grill. They've cleaned the grill yeah. since for the past 80 years. Yeah. But um, I, I can only get them from the Camden location. I, I got them, you know, yeah. mad respect to... The is it Medford I think or, or yeah their yeah. second location yeah way out there. mad respect to their yeah. their second location and a cool thing about their second location is that they have chicken cheesesteaks okay which is kind of neat yeah um, also chicken. no no beer though if I remember correctly yeah I don't think that there's any beer um, which which is a bummer. mileage may vary yeah yeah um, but yeah the 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 one in Camden like it. It just tastes better. Like the, the yeah. one that I had from the Medford location. I've never been to the Medford one, but I but I've heard that you got to go to Camden for it. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really hitting the spot. You know, yeah, I've probably eaten like way too many donkeys cheesesteaks <laughs> in my day. I used when I worked at a charter school in Camden. Like my my friend there, the the art teacher there, him and I would go. Uh-huh. Every single Friday. Yeah. Like without. Oh, fail. love it. Yeah. Sometimes twice a week if it was like a certain week mm-hmm. where we had i don't know like a little extra time after school yeah so i've i've eaten way too many of those things <laughs> and for like a good year and a half that i was working in camden it was just like once sometimes twice a week yeah and, and i've never those things are gigantic they, and they are. will destroy your stomach yeah but i've i can't say never because i think i have but 
I have usually finished the entire thing. Yep. Like, Good I for you. Most all the time. Do your duty. Yeah. <laughs> you got to represent. It's really, it's really not okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, My, the, the, the older I get, yeah. the, the more I become sluggish if I have a big lunch. And right. So I, I, I feel that more and more. And, and donkeys might be at the top of the list of like gut bomb for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and you are just destroyed. You, you, need, you need to have a nap. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe longtime attenders of Liberty Collingswood couple of my weaker sermons it was a result of donkeys right? <laughs> i just couldn't get it together in the afternoon i, I tried to regroup and i just just couldn't focus here's it'll, it'll throw it'll put you under man it'll, yeah and oh my gosh if you have beer with it too and oh, forget about it yeah forget about and, it and some of those fries like yeah the fries i don't think are great but they're, yeah but 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 they're greasy and so sometimes if, if you do and both. extremely salty right like the amount of salt that's in that meal just yeah. a donkey's cheesesteak right. and their fries yeah. is outrageous. Like, so no one should be doing that, here's, but they should. Here's here's two quick donkey stories, and and the first one is going to be TMI. So <laughs> you know, be be warned. Skip Brace ahead, yourselves. listeners. So, <laughs> and man, another function of of getting older is like, especially for for the male population. Like getting up to go to the bathroom in in the night is a thing, so I've I've kind of developed that habit over the years, and there there is a select number of food items that are so incredibly salty that if I have it for dinner, I don't have to pee during the night because my body is just desperate for <laughs> hydration. <laughs> and like a don- dry sponge. <laughs> right? just like- donkeys is donkeys is one of those where we're like if I need a good night's sleep. Don't don't want to interrupt it by going to the bathroom. Maybe I have to get up early the next morning. Donkey's cheesesteak the night before. That is a pro tip, everybody. You will sleep through the night. Un- oh, yeah. Uninterrupted. So oh, yeah. second donkey story. I was doing a hospital visit once of, of, a, of a dear friend who's at least an occasional listener to, to Five Golden Things. I won't, I won't say this person's name. And I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think I've ever told him this. So this might be the first time he's hearing it. So there, there, there was a health scare, and he was at Lord's Hospital mm. in in Camden. Right up the road. And so, so did a hospital visit, <laughs> and what talked talked to the person, prayed for the person, and it was one of those things where like, hey, with with healthier eating habits. You're you're going to be in the clear, but just make sure make sure that you start eating better. <laughs> and so I, you know, hospital visit. Listened to the person said, "Hey, we're in your corner. We hope you're okay." Said a prayer for him at, at the end of the at, at the conclusion of the hospital visit. One of the things that I prayed for is help help this dear brother to make healthier choices <laughs> in in the, in the <laughs> diet department. And awesome. then. Literally seven minutes after I said amen to that prayer, I was at Donkey's. Fantastic. Just, you know, we we do what we can. Fantastic. It, yeah, it, fe- it felt a little ironic, but it didn't stop me from having a Donkey's cheesesteak right, no, right after. No, definitely <laughs> so, won't stop. It's so close, yep, you know. Yep. Yeah, I feel like anytime I'm in that neck of the woods, like you, yeah. you just have to stop. Yep. Yeah. Last thing for me about Donkey's cheesesteak. So... If you want it, if you want a donkey's cheesesteak for dinner, you can't have it because at least donkeys right. used to just close at like three p.m. or something. Right. The, right. Uh, have you ever had a Manor cheesesteak from Oakland Manor? I haven't. They they're they're a great spot. Shout out to Oakland Manor. They're a great Manor. spot. I was yeah. I was there just just a couple of days ago. So yeah. so the Manor has maybe like eighty percent of what the donkey's cheesesteak is. So they nice. they, they have cheesesteak two way. 
Uh, one of them is just a regular cheesesteak, but but I think they call it the Oakland Manor cheesesteak, which is on the round Kaiser roll, mm. done in the style of donkeys. So if awesome. it's after 3 p.m. and you want that style of cheesesteak, Oakland Manor's got your back. That's awesome. I know that I know that donkeys has like expanded some of their hours. So okay. I think that they I haven't might been there since COVID. I think they might have like a drive-up window hmm. or something now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think they kind of did like a little contactless thing. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And um, I see you, donkeys. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I don't know if they're made fresh by the 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 Haitian woman who's been working there for like for like <laughs> thirty right. years. Yeah. yeah. Like she, shout out to her. She's the best. Right. Um. Yeah. I only trust her when she's making the steaks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I think her name's Marge. Yeah. Um. But. Let, let's hope that she doesn't work there 24-7 yeah. for, for her sake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you've been in there when they're cutting their onions, like mm-hmm. your eyeballs are yeah. destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've there, sat in there. There are no shortcuts. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've sat in there and, you know, like we're just sitting there talking about our yep. school day and like tears are just coming yeah. down our eyes. Yep. And it's like, our job's hard, but it's not this hard, guys. Like, <laughs> it's the onions, okay? You represent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> love it. Okay, my number my number three, I mentioned New Orleans earlier. You can't go wrong with a good old-fashioned po' boy. So mm. love, I love a good po' boy. That's a traditional New Orleans sandwich on French bread, which is similar okay. to a long roll but different. And, again, if you get the bread wrong, you get the sandwich no wrong. Yeah. And so they, they come, quote, unquote, dressed. The, the toppings are always mayo is standard. And here's something that differentiates posers from the real thing if you get po'boys different places. It's just regular mayo. So a lot of places outside of New Orleans that have po'boys, they'll call it our Cajun spicy mayo, which is yeah. like, which is, you know, feel free to add hot sauce to the po'boy, but it needs to be regular mayo, sure. lettuce, and tomato and pickle. Those are the standard toppings. Okay. And then you could either go, you could go surf and turf. So a great nice. roast beef po' boy, which is why to this day I get my cheesesteaks with mayo because I was conditioned with roast beef uh, po' boys in New Orleans where they come standard with, with the mayo. So really drippy, gravy-infused roast beef. Mm. Also, there's a Cajun hot sausage, which is not a link, but a patty that, I, that is not super like hot, but, but a very yeah. specific flavor to it. And then you can go to the other side where fried oyster, po' boy, that, that's donkey's level gut bomb right there. Oh, if, yeah. if you just get nicely, nicely fresh fried oysters. That sounds and, awesome. And fried shrimp, po' boy. <sighs> Also, soft fried soft shell crab. Oh man, <laughs> that sounds so good. It's it, it's like my children. I love all of them and can't, <laughs> and can't choose between <laughs> them. So it's, so whenever I get back to New Orleans, I was <clears throat> always the always the problem there was I'm, I'm only here for a couple of days. What type of po' boy do I get? Because I, I can't get all of them. And yeah. so, so it's always a problem. I think maybe on the Ken Closed Restaurant one, I talked about New Orleans Bistro, where right. there is a Katrina, somebody washed out from Katrina, was the owner and operator in Lubbock, Texas, of a New Orleans restaurant. I remember where, you talking where about that. Where the sandwich, that. Yep. that it was great for a while, but his method of procuring bread, I think I might have said this on the podcast, he, he flew Southwest Airlines every Sunday night and came back with three suitcases of... <laughs> The New French, Orleans bread. French bread. Yeah. I, I, and I, I said, Mike, 
does this seem like a sustainable business model to you? And he's right. like, yeah, I can keep it up. And he restaurant closed like two months later. He could mix the, uh, the, so, the soap opera things going yeah. on that you guys are talking about. Lots of other stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, that, that was one of the factors. The best local po' boy yeah, hit me with is it. Kyber Pass Pub. Okay. The, the, the one qualifier there, though, is that they've had great New Orleans sandwiches over the years. They're, they, they're shrinking their New Orleans portion of the menu in favor of, like, a broader, like, southern cuisine sort of thing. Right. So they used to have, like, a fried oyster. They don't have a fried oyster po' boy anymore. They still have the fried shrimp, which is great. Oh. And on their menu, they have only a combination fried chicken and roast beef po' boy. Mm. Fried chicken is not a traditional New Orleans po' boy thing. Yeah, you but, didn't mention it. But, yeah. but it's still really good. You can ask them, could you just do the roast beef? And, and, and they'll say yes, and it's glorious. So what's your favorite surf? What's your favorite turf? Roast beef. Po roast okay. beef po' boy okay. uh, with Swiss. So, Sounds good. Yeah. When years ago, when when John Kerry, when he was running for president, came through Philly, I don't know if you remember Matt. He was savage. He went to either like Pat's or Gino's with like TV cameras on, and when oh. he was campaigning, and uh, come on, John, and, and and they asked him what kind of what what. What, what does he want on his cheesesteak? And he said, do you have Swiss? And, like, that was the moment when. Man. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be elected president. That's pretty bad. Hashtag not my president. Come yeah. on, John Kerry. You oh, need better yeah. handlers. That's but, pretty bad. But a roast beef and Swiss on a po' boy is spectacular. That sounds good. As is the fried oyster po' boy. Mm. Um, and so, so you get, like, the creaminess of the oyster plus the briny saltiness of it with like the nicely fried crunch and then you get all of the toppings in the bread it is it is glorious so it's really it really sounds like the po' boy is defined more than anything by the french bread because the other Correct. toppings don't sound like too no they're not the too ordinary. exotic yeah, yeah. like yeah. mayo you said mayo just mayo pickles pickles some tomato lettuce. and some lettuce yeah and and you're there so Man. so po' boy is one of those things you can construct it at home without too much trouble. So be fruitful and multiply online, everybody. Find some good recipes and go to it. Or I yeah. should say, for those Five Golden Things listeners, you turtle doves out there, you can invite Matt and me to your house and sample any <laughs> sandwich. We, we could do some follow-up. We, we could do some like live episodes when we're like eating in real time yeah. at your place. Yep. So yep. bring it to us. Yeah. So So – Something with the po' boy, too. I mean, yeah. I know that, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong mm -hmm. here, Cajun food is maybe known for its its spices. Do they cook yeah. the oyster, the crab, the shrimp, or the roast beef in any type of seasoning, spice, marinade, anything no, like no. that? No, so, but okay. it's common to have, like, a like a hot sauce nearby. Okay, So, gotcha. so I'll, I'll put on my fried oyster po' boy a hot sauce. Now there are some like specific endemic to Louisiana hot sauces. You, you don't put, I love Frank's uh, red Frank's hot is, sauce. Is solid. Frank's, yep. is, Frank's is awesome. You don't yep. put that on a po' boy. So it's got to be either something like Tabasco, mm. Crystal, or Louisiane. The, those right. are the kind of the big The thinner three. ones. The thinner ones that okay. have the more cayenne flavor right. and less some of these other flavor, flavor profiles. And, and you don't want to spice it up too much. So like the what you want for me is that balance of the Tabasco or Crystal 
hitting the tang of the mayo, and that that's where you get the frisson of like that po' boy, like little spicy smack on top. And that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really good. So with the we French sh- bread that you get in New Orleans, yeah. like the you know the guy that that flew all the way to New Orleans <laughs> to get it, yeah, yeah, Mike, yeah. So. So what's distinguishing about New Orleans French bread? Anything in particular? So a semi-hard crust or shell, okay. which when you pre- it's not it's not grilled or pressed, but when you press it down, the crust crumbles a little bit and oh. like nicely soft on the inside. So it, it, it's actually pretty similar to a cheesesteak roll, sure, but a little bit bigger. And so po'boys okay. will be like a wider sandwich. And Sounds like if it. the if the sub for a cheesesteak is sliced three quarters of the way through, but but it has the bread on the bottom end, po'boys, the French bread is sliced all the way through. So you have like meat on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. you kind of stack it. Yep. Okay. It's a stacker. So similar to a hoagie in that way. That sounds good. The bread presentation. Man. Yeah. Not bad. Oh boy! Okay, that's what your did, that's your three. Yeah, that was my three. Wow. Yeah, man. How do, how do you feel? Like, do you feel it's, like your New Orleans your New Orleans ancestors are upset with you? <laughs> well, we'll we'll keep going yeah. from there. So, Matt what, <laughs> Matt, what do you have for your number two? Uh, my number two is. Um, in some ways, similar to the po' boy okay. in terms of the the roast beef that you just yep. mentioned, but the the number one element to my number two is actually these two ingredients broccoli rob and sharp uh, provolone yeah you need both of those together and whatever meat you put in mm-hmm. there yeah with the with the uh sub roll yeah like is is killing to me mm-hmm. i think um you can do chicken cutlet yeah that's really good right. you can do um pork yeah like the the roast pork classic yep Philly or the sandwich. roast beef yep. yeah so yeah those it's like it's like it's not an Italian hoagie, but it's like an Italian sandwich, right? In right. some ways, where served hot, served hot, yeah, served hot. Yep, that's a key factor. And if I had to choose any of those meats, yeah. I would probably say the roast pork. Yep, just the, the, the pork Italiano. Yeah, the pork Italiano, man, which like, is Italian for Italian pork. Yeah, the the gravy mm-hmm. that soaks into the roll. Yeah, it's just heavenly. Uh-huh. Right? That's why it needs to take number two. Yep, um, and just the but I'm telling you, the broccoli rob and the sharp provolone. Yep. are easily the most important elements. Yep. in that one. If yep. you do roast beef, mm-hmm. throw some horseradish on there too. I'd I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'd say do that, which makes it slightly different from the classic. The classic version of it, if, just, if you're yeah. doing, if if you're getting the horseradish on there, but I agree. Yeah, yeah. Or you can get those, um, and any of these sandwiches, whether it's the um, the 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 chicken cutlet, the pork, or the roast beef, you yep. can do the um, those like little peppers that are that are really hollow yeah. and crispy right that are like the spiciest things in the world yeah throw a couple of those on there if you're brave or a long hot long hot's yeah. gonna be super spicy yeah i don't know if anyone really messes with with, with sometimes spicy they are food. yeah but yeah, yeah they they can be really hot yeah so like, like get get a long hot on there yeah and that that's just such a good sandwich it really is yeah. like like there's a whole contingent of philly and south jersey people that say not the cheesesteak but the the Italiano, pork, yeah, the Itali- the pork Italiano right. is the classic yeah. sandwich sandwich of of this region. One time, Matt, I had a friend when I was in seminary. There were there was a French couple there, and this this woman's younger brother came and visited from France, and Emily and me took him 
by himself. The French couple was doing other things to to South Philly, and and we gave him a pork Italiano sandwich with uh, cherry peppers on the, mm. on the side. Also a nice garnish or, or compliment. Yeah. He was actually flying out that evening. And he got sick on the plane from, oh, no. from yeah, so, so, probably the so, spice. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there is a, a trail of pork Italiano arcing across the <laughs> Atlantic. <laughs> but I was like, sorry, buddy, but, but, it, but I'm going to tell you that it was worth it. And, oh, yeah. And he said, it was worth it. <laughs> he, he, he was a young guy. He agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't give him a choice. But, but that is an awesome sandwich. Do you remember Angelo's in Haddonfield? Angelo's. Killed that sandwich. Yes. They crushed it. Yeah. Killed in a good way. Yeah, yeah. They, they. Oh man. Yeah. Their their version of that sandwich. When I lived in the Mullica Hill area, uh-huh. of like Gloucester County. Yep. Hit up this place, Marino's in Mullica Hill. I've heard about that place. They too. Never make been there. a fantastic version hmm. of the chicken cutlet in particular. Yep. Um, with the long hot and the broccoli rob and the sharp provolone. Okay. Um, I don't think I had their pork version. Yeah. Um, I should have, but yeah. Um, so that that like there's, you know, I think that Philly is awesome for its food. Yeah. Um, but here's my thing with Philly food. Go to Philly to like get the Zahavs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go the to Philly end. to like right. yeah, like yep. get like a really awesome sushi place. Yeah. Or like, you know, like like a, a place that's like more exotic, like yeah, like, like the Ethiopian spots. Yeah. You know, right. like yeah. that you can't really get. But like yep. I feel like if you have to travel over the bridge to get a sandwich, don't I feel do like it. you're you're, yeah. you're working too hard. Yeah. Like you can find spots in South Jersey that do these sandwiches <laughs> like really well and i've yeah. had people that you know like they'll go into philly like because they you have to get this cheesesteak at this philly spot yeah. and they're just like yeah you know it was just kind of like regular like right it wasn't yeah, they, like it didn't no blow my mind that yeah. much yeah 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 and and so the I think south that, jersey force is strong with matt ford yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm, I'm pushing for it you know <laughs> like, you, you don't have to do it i mean Philly is awesome. I love going to Philly. I'm yeah. not I'm not yeah. knocking it. Yeah. I, I love going there for right. concerts, everything else, you right. know, but you know. but with sandwiches and I was just I don't know if I have to. Right. Yeah, stay uh, here. Save, yeah. save the 5 bucks, get some fries. Yep, and, exactly. And you're good. Yep. I I also like Denix in Audubon. Denix kills it. And I guess they yep. do have a Philly location too at Reading Terminal Market. Yep, but. they do. And yeah. I haven't I haven't I know. I know. And I want to. I do want to. I haven't tried John's roast pork yet. Yeah. I haven't done it. There's, Not yet. Yeah, that that that's a fun Google, Mr. Googly deep dive where John's roast pork in Philly, there's a couple different locations, and there was like an epic interfamily, intra-family battle. Um, so, like different John's roast porks are owned by different uh, <clears throat> by different members of that family. Some of them are in jail at this point. <laughs> so nice. it's a classic Philly story right yep, there. Yep. Yeah, so, something about embezzlement and you yep. know sh- shady stuff, but. Embezzlement tastes great on a sandwich oh, when yeah. it's John's roast pork. Oh yeah, I mean, way. I mean, this region like there's there's some serious mob ties. Yeah, you know? you, like, what, what are you gonna do? Yeah, a lot a lot of the places that we eat at or that like businesses that we partake in, they've they've certainly had some shady pasts. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. It's just kind of one of those things. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like that that sandwich is awesome. I think yep. that those are those are all really good spots. If you have a pizzeria that can do a decent um, that can do a decent cheesesteak, yep. if they have a roast pork version, mm-hmm. 
they're probably pretty good. A good chain one is Tony Luke's. Yeah. Tony yeah. Luke's makes a solid uh, pork italiano. Yeah. 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 And and don't don't sleep on the chicken cutlet version of that sandwich too. That's, right. At that, Tony Luke's or just in general in with ge- uh, oh yeah with a pork italiano you can yeah. do, have chicken instead. Yeah. It's it's basically a health food sandwich at yeah. that point when you <laughs> my thing my thing that I that I put the pork or the roast beef above the chicken just uh-huh. a little bit yeah, is that me too. I've I've always felt like fried chicken is just delicious on its own. Yeah. It's like it almost doesn't need a sandwich. Um though they're they're wonderful like, you know, the the classic chicken with a pickle yep. sandwich, yep. The, the southern fried chicken yeah. sandwich is awesome. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yep. It was a contender for me. Mm-hmm. Um but but yeah, that that uh uh, the 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 gravy yeah with the pork and the the beef mm-hmm. the way it soaks into the roll is right. just like that that takes it for me yeah yeah you know? and with Angelo's Danny sometimes that he'd have that that huge chunk of pork in the back of the store that yeah. was that was aging <laughs> oh. and, and, and yeah when he was roasting the pork he'd, he'd like leave it out sometimes and then roast it some more and the smell would fill the entire the entire restaurant. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, he was kind of like Vanna White in front of that. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that Showing that it huge off. Of pork. Yeah, yeah. Like, can I interest you in my pork, roast pork? And I'm like, yes, you can, Daddy. So Matt, I'm, I'm going to give you my number two, and then we'll end with your number one because we okay. already did the burgers on my part. Okay. So this two out of my top three sandwiches are New Orleans sandwiches. Nice. So, okay. The 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 muffalata. Ah. Different from a po'boy. Are, are you familiar with with the muff? No, I'm 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 here to learn about okay. sandwiches. Okay, so the the muffalata is named after the bread. A okay. muffalata loaf is an Italian large round loaf with sesame seeds on top. Mm. And the muffalata originated at Central Grocery Store on Decatur Street in the French Quarter of New Orleans nice. when it was an Italian deli. There's a large Italian population in New Orleans because it was, okay. it's a port city. And they would use this roll. Usually muffaladas are divided into quarters. A quarter is a complete serving of a muffalata sandwich. And what it is is it has three kinds of meat, Genoa salami, ham, and the, the secret ingredient is mortadella. So mortadella... Mm is kind of like an Italian bologna, it's, but it's better than just bologna. And it also right. has big pieces of Olives, right? fat and cheese. In it. So the olive yeah. loaf is another kind okay. of... Okay. And, and the olive loaf could actually be mortadella as well. I don't know. The, I, that's I, interesting. I, I, I was guessing. Yeah. So, 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 it has, it so, so it's thinly sliced, but it has big fatty pieces of fatty fat fat. The, the, or, or it might be cheese. I don't know. There's a certain point at which fat and cheese fat become and cheese. Just, yeah, uh, the, the great singularity. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the, those three kinds of meat, two kinds of cheese, sliced mozzarella and sliced Ooh. provolone. Mozzarella is great. And then uh, the muffalata is a commitment to olives. So mm. olive salad is you don't have a muffalata without the bread. And without the olive salad. So it's uh, in, in heavy olive oil and vinegar, but chopped olives with some chopped celery, some chopped carrots, some, some flavorings and spices. And so you, you, you put all of those things on the round loaf and then you bake it. And so it's a warm Ooh. sandwich where you get all of those kinds of cheese dripping. And then the olive oil from the olive salad melds into the roll and because it's baked you have a crispy outside and it's just delicious beck's cajun cafe 
which has a location at 30th Street Station and also Reading Terminal Market. Okay. They they sell they sell good authentic muffaladas. I recommend, but they don't heat them. Uh, and you can do hot or cold muffalata. I say most people prefer the hot. Sure. But, uh, That's what the, it sounds like. Yeah, you the, need to the, go. Yeah. You're saying it drips. And right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drip, you, drippy you and warm. Sold, you sold the <laughs> there hot. There we go. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but, but you can get you can get them to go. So, like, okay. go to Beck's, get a muffalata, and just take it home, wrap it in foil, bake it at 350 for 15 or 20 minutes, mm. and you have yourself a muffalata. Plus, it's not that hard to make. So Really? Get, getting a... Getting a muffalata roll is a little bit difficult, but you can actually substitute just kind of like hard-seeded loaf or roll, and you can make do. Severino's here on Haddon Avenue, an Italian gourmet pasta. Yeah, fresh Meat cheese, yeah. Great great spot. They sell mortadella, so you can get the salami, the mortadella, the ham, find something with... With a seeded, some kind of seeded bread, and even a place like Costco has, I think they actually call it muffalata olive salad. No way. And so, so sometimes when I get a hankering, I or Emily will buy muffalata ingredients and we'll just make a ton of them and put them in the fridge. And for the next couple of weeks, normally my, my regular like at home lunch is a can of black beans with hot sauce and that's and I'm good with that. I've done that for a lot of years. But right when it's, but but when it's muff season, I'll think I could uh, could have black beans again today. <laughs> but what if I just fire up the oven and heat it to 350? That sounds like the better choice. And it's it's a muff day. It, it's it's great. And, and muffaladas are widely available in New Orleans. Um, my my one caveat. Up here with muffaladas is you'll find it occasionally on a menu. Often though, it's a riff on a muffalata, which is fine, but it's not like the real. It's it's not the real deal. So let the buyer beware. Man, muffalata. Muffalata. M U F F A L E T T A. Oh man. Oh, that is that is. You're gonna want to buy awesome, a vowel that is an after awesome that sandwich. sandwich, man. Yeah. yeah. I never would have thought of, of something like that. That's 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 definitely a well, regional. We, we we should celebrate our podcast. Like you and Gabby can come come over and we'll we can make some muffalata. Let's make it you. happen, man. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Okay, yeah. it's all leading up to this moment, Matt. Give me your number one. Oh man. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Cheesesteak. Can do I have a couple? Of, we're going a little bit long here, but it's worth it for the sandwich. Could, oh, yeah. The uh, go ahead. Do some guesses. Cheesesteak. No. Okay. You already had donkeys. You've already done a burger and a hoagie and a pork Italiano. What am what am I what am I missing? Uh, can can you give me a hint? Um, is it a lo- is it a local sandwich? Like unique to oh, this area? Oh, for sure. Okay. I'd say. I'd okay. say it is. Yeah. Were you gonna say diner? Diner. Yeah. A diner, not not like a euro or something. Huh. And it's not the cream chip beef? It's pretty basic. It's breakfast. The breakfast sandwich? Really? Yep. Oh. My numero uno huh. is a particular breakfast sandwich. I mean, I love breakfast wait, sandwiches. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah. A cheesesteak breakfast sandwich? Not a cheesesteak ah, uh, okay. breakfast sandwich. I'll let you go. It's, it's even me. more South Jersey than that, guys. And I, I honestly am kind of riffing on the South Jersey thing at okay. this point because it's just funny. Yeah. But, but also because I, I just realized these sandwiches define 
all the sandwiches uh, I, I grew know. up it, with. Is, is it the Taylor pork roll? It is. Oh. It's, I don't call it Taylor. I just call it pork roll. Pork. There we go. The pork, the pork roll <laughs> egg and cheese. Love it. Yep. And, okay. And for me, it's got to be like as Jersey diner as possible. Yep. Like I want it to be on an English muffin. Okay. I like the English muffin. Right. I think that the ones that they get at the diner are incredible. Like they're, they're, <laughs> gi- they're gigantic. <laughs> They're huge. Like, you don't get English muffins like that. It, they, they are free-range English muffins. I, yeah, I, don't, know. I don't know what they're feeding those yeah. things. <laughs> so, and then they, they, they get these huge English muffins at, uh-huh. at Jersey Diners, and then they, they cut them, you know, and put them through an elliptical toaster. It's right. not just like – it's not like a regular push-it-down yeah. toaster. Like, yeah, those elliptical toasters are probably like 500 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all 50 years old, 500 pounds. Those things are dangerous. Yeah, they, they get hot too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you melt melt your skin around yep. those. Um, so yeah, like it's got to be on the elliptical toaster. Yeah, and then like it just needs to be American cheese, like as processed yep. as possible. Yep. Yeah, like don't don't do anything fancy than that fancy. for me. Yeah, um, and the egg, like the egg doesn't have to be done special. Just fry it crisp. Mm-hmm. Let it get that little brown crisp. Yep. That yep. that, that that like yep. a fried egg gets at a. Jersey you prefer diner. fried to scrambled with the egg. I do. Okay. I do. On the sandwich. Only mm-hmm. on the sandwich. Okay. Scram- like, eggs are awesome, and they, like, each style of cooking an egg has its place. Absolutely. Like, on a burger, I like the runny milk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. But but on on a breakfast sandwich, I, I will I will do the fried egg. Okay. Um, so, and so it's the muffin, the American, the, the fried, fried egg. The fried crispy egg on that griddle. Like uh-huh. when something is cooked on on a on on one of those like electric grills, yep. it's just like yeah. a giant slab of iron. Uh-huh. Like it just, oh, it, love just it. it just makes the food better. There's something about uh, it. Yeah. Do you, do you know the Chuck Berry song "Back in the USA"? Uh, it goes, "Oh well, oh well, I feel so good today. I just touched down on the international runway. Here I am." <laughs> Back in the USA, where the hamburgers sizzle on an open grill night and day. That's right. Yeah. So pork roll as well. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing. At the Jersey Diners, I feel like they get, like, the pork roll before it's cut. Mm -hmm. So they cut the slices of pork roll. Oh, wow themselves like the big like the big yeah. tube of pork roll right yeah and they slice them super thick uh-huh and like you get these, these uh-huh. thick these thick slabs of pork roll slice <laughs> on your on your pork roll they, leg and cheese they cut off the head of the pig and they cut yeah. off the butt of the and pig they, and then you have the pork <laughs> roll in have, the middle you just have the pork roll right there <laughs> Naturally occurring in nature. Um, Not Taylor Ham. That's that's sorry, guys. Any any North Jersey people out there? I'm sorry. But well, is 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 the Taylor the North Jersey? I'm embarrassed. I don't. Okay. It's a a weird thing. I don't know like why. So it's the pork roll. It's the South Jersey. Yeah. And then the Taylor. That's the North. Jersey. I think pork rolls also like they say it in Philly too. Yeah. I think it's a Philly. But they don't say pork roll in North Jersey. They don't say it in North Jersey or New York. Okay. Yeah. It's it's only. It's only Taylor Ham up there for some reason. I'm not yeah, sure why. Yeah, um, but I read a couple articles about why it's – I forget why, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at this point it's just one of those stupid petty wars. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> just, South Jersey versus yeah. North, tri- North tri- Jersey. Tribalism. They think it's fun. <laughs> I don't know. We, yeah. It's a war of um, North Jersey aggression. Yeah. That's it. It's their fault. Yeah. That's right. They started it. That's right. Yeah. Um, so – 
So yeah, I, I, I just, I love that sandwich. I think growing up, um, I always crushed breakfast sandwiches growing up, like yep. bacon, egg and cheese, sausage, egg yeah. and cheese. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of good bagel spots mm-hmm. in the area. Yeah. I think, I think, um, um, you know, bagel, bagel, egg and cheese is, is great. Um, sometimes like the, the bagel can be just like a little bit much, like every, I everything agree. bagel yeah. is good, but like, you know, you want your breakfast sandwich stacked to begin with. And I feel like the English muffin, like mm-hmm. English muffins are awesome on breakfast yeah. sandwiches. Yep. You know, again, like uh, maybe it's just my dad again with his McDonald's habit, but like, like an egg McMuffin was always it's one a of solid like, sandwich right there. It's always one of my favorite yep. yeah, sandwiches at, at any fast food spot. Mm-hmm. I'd say McDonald's does their breakfast pretty well compared to yeah. the other meals. It's probably their best. Yeah, it's it's their highlight for sure. And I think that the Egg McMuffin, just, just English muffin sandwiches are great. Okay. But yeah, anytime I've made pork roll at my house, I feel like I get like that pre-cut pork roll. Yeah. And like I always like burn it. I'm never able to replicate it. Yeah. There's something about the way that the diner does it right. that, just, that just nails all the spots. So what what's the difference for people that aren't in this area, pork roll versus other types of ham products? Yeah, so pork roll's got like this, su- it's super salty. To yep. be- I mean, that's I guess that's all ham products. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's that's one of the reasons that it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really tangy. Yeah. It's got like this this interesting tang to it. It's 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 not quite sausage at all. Like, no. You can't really compare it with it's sausage. It's not ground. It's not ground. But it doesn't have that sausagey flavor at all. And it doesn't have a sausagey flavor. Um and and it's not quite ham either. Yeah, where it's not fried ham, not bacon. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's its own not thing. bacon. It's its own thing. I don't know what they do to it. I probably don't want to know <laughs> why it it has that that tang. But <laughs> but yeah, that's that's probably my number one. Like breakfast sandwiches in general are uh, always been great. But the 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 pork roll, the pork roll, egg and cheese, English muffin, Jersey Diner, American cheese, got to be done that way. Got to have the fried egg. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that I, my favorite version of this sandwich actually used to be at the Crystal Lake Diner. R. Really? R. Yeah. I was going to ask where from. Yeah. Huh, that was yeah. a great spot. Yep. And I grew up I grew up right near Newton Lake, mm-hmm. which is like right next to yeah. that, that diner. So, it's you where know. I run. We've passed each other on Newton Lake yes. in the past. Yes. Yeah. So I've, I've, I, I would walk up there sometimes with friends, like mm-hmm. walked – to and from that diner many yeah. times like it's close to my high school too so right walk from the high school to that diner and open 24 hours back it, in the day it was open 24 hours back in the day and and um i i know that westmont diner can crush this sandwich i know yeah. that like legacy diner yeah. and audubon can as well westmont i i like westmont a lot but i yeah. liked it better when i had when i had westmont and crystal lake diner at right my, my disposal <laughs> yeah yeah you had the variety yeah um but yeah, I think that that's kind of like my baseline for a Jersey diner. Like, if they can do mm. a good breakfast sandwich, then right, then like if they can't, then yeah. that's that's a big problem. But but they, I feel yeah. like every Jersey diner should be able to to do a good breakfast sandwich. I don't know. What wow. are your thoughts on breakfast sandwiches? I like it. I think the I'm probably so so not having grown up here, I'm more of a bacon on a breakfast sandwich kind bacon, of bacon egg and cheese kind, is awesome kind of guy. Yeah. So. I'll do a probably everything bagel, Good bacon, choice. egg, cheddar mm-hmm. cheese, 
So Excellent. can't can't go wrong. Westmont bagel is probably my favorite. Crushes it. Breakfast like bagel breakfast sandwich. They're great. But sometimes the 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 bagel can be a little much. And yeah. My my favorite deployment of English muffin for breakfast is actually a Benedict. So Ooh, uh, yeah. With, with, with a poached egg. Oh yeah, and the hollandaise. And the hollandaise. Yeah, man. Could do hollandaise. For that's, days, that's, that's a good, it's a good sauce <laughs> and a good sandwich. Yeah, and I think so. Eggs Benedict classically has Canadian bacon, which I think is still different from pork roll. It is. It has a different flavor. Yeah, it does, it's it's the it's that tang. It's a mystery. The tang, wherever that tang <laughs> comes from, we don't want to know. But, <laughs> right. it's really, yeah, but it's really good. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like scrapple, I guess. Like it's just ground meat parts that no one wants to know about. And, <laughs> Just get this flavor from it. Keep it in the kitchen. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> right. out here. I don't want to see how often you clean the griddle. Right. I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, yeah. Anything like wow. that, please. Just let me enjoy the sandwich. Well, Matt, this has been an odyssey. <laughs> it's, it's 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 been a pleasure and a joy. One programming note: we're going to switch this summer to every other Friday with five golden things so the plan is not to release an episode next week so you'll have to wait for ford friday a, a couple <laughs> weeks after that so take take me and matt out to lunch invite us to your houses or apartments or domiciles yes and, please. and and we will eat your sandwiches if you know what i mean matt any <laughs> final words um there were a lot of contenders i know a friend at church uh brian shout out to brian he said that that must be really hard to come up with your top five sandwiches and it yeah. was and i realize this is a personal journey it's, like I feel it's like really personal everyone's gonna have their own top five yeah. you know and some people may really be like oh how <laughs> could matt choose that how could jim choose that you know because let us know five golden yeah, things pod gmail yeah. yeah and matt this is probably the most intimate conversation that either of us will have in our entire lives. So we, we have just bared our souls to each other. Sorry, Gabby. Sorry, Emily. <laughs> it doesn't get any more intimate than this. Ta-ta, turtle doves. Wow. That was definitely a top five episode of Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists. And remember, kids, schadenfreude ain't just a river in Egypt. Wade in the water a little deeper anytime at libertycollingswood.org and find us at the usual socials. Make us a top five follow, and you'll always be our number one. Toodle pip! <laughs>